A couple of announcements before we get into today's episode. First, our Kickstarter was completely funded. Thank you, everybody who contributed to making the Rakers album number five a reality. Second of all, our record release party is going to be Thursday, September 12th at Mid-City Ballroom in Baton Rouge. We're going to do a dual release party with the Junior League, who are celebrating their new album, Adventureland. Come on out. It'll be an early show, BYOB, all ages, at Mid-City Ballroom in Baton Rouge, September 12th. Okay, hit the podcast by and for fans of our band, The Rakers. I'm Anna Byers, and I uh, play drums in the band. I'll be talking with my bandmate, Alex Cook, singer, guitarist, keyboardist, along with other members of the band, guitarist Leon Lejeune, bassist Louis Roussel, and Lance isn't here, but we love him anyway. His, uh, his name's Lance Porter. He plays guitar. In this season of the podcast, we'll be going through song by song of our new album, number five. Tonight's episode is about Alex's song, Bad Penny. Let's take a listen.
Started. Who hurt you? Who hurt me? Who, who hasn't hurt me? I feel like, you know, like there's been so much hurt. You can tell me. There's so much hurt. Honestly, Bad Penny is, is, is sort of a uh, self-destructive song because it's, you know, it's about that, that relationship that you can't let go of and that you're just like, oh, I'm so stuck and I can't get out of. You can always get out of it, like actually very easily get out of these things. Why don't you know? I don't, it's inertia. It's one of those things that I don't know if it's the devil you know, or if it's, you think you don't want to hurt the other person because you're, you know, miserable in a relationship. I think you don't want to be uncomfortable. Yeah, of course. No, no one wants to be uncomfortable. So I think that's a large part of what that is. But it's totally self-serving and putting the blame on the other person, that they are the person that you can't get rid of. That's, it's, what, what makes somebody a bad penny? Oh, God, what makes somebody a bad penny? The whole thing about the bad penny is, like, you pick it up and you can't get rid of it. Wow. You, know, you, you you just can't. Like, you throw it away and it ends up in your pocket. Because you married it? Because you married <laughs> right. it. I want a practical or because example. Because you, <laughs> you married it or because you lived together or because you whatever. You made some promise at the chimes one night, okay. and it's, you know... Those are, like, those are binding. Yeah, that's binding, yeah. and uh, So tell us more about this night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, or whatever it is, and you you feel trapped, you know, by these things. Okay, I like that I can't tell whether this was a real experience for you or one of your characters that you wrote in. Uh, well, any character is, like, rooted in their real experiences, like, they're definitely rooted in real, real experience. I'm glad you said that because this song is also about superstition. Oh, very much so. I want to know what you're superstitious about and what crazy shit you believe in that, uh, you, that you know you shouldn't. Yeah, no, I um, I can't co-sign the new Embrace of the Horoscope. Like, what, is that? what are like, those words? Like, <laughs> the, the, like astrology. Say what? How would you say? People, I, I don't know if you've met people lately. I can't sign on the... <laughs> I can't. People are really into astrology lately. Like, super deep. Like, yeah, big into it. They're called women. Like, no, no, I think, like, like a lot of dudes, a lot of a lot of people, it's like a I hipster thing. I remember learning about astrology from, like, in second grade, you know, the... the the girls, you know, were like really being What's big your into sign? It. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't we know. Should go, like, what are we you talking about? We should introduce and say, everybody say what their sign <laughs> is and introduce our guests. You know what? I got to say this. Fuck me. Because <laughs> sitting here with us are really two of my favorites and it's like so awkward how true it is. And it kind of took you a while to, to introduce them. I was nervous because yes. yeah. you're there, guys. 
Palomino darling. <laughs> in their faces and their selves. Um, we have Sam Anselmo, and you have so many names. Mm -hmm. The woman who is the first of her many names, Katie Marie Joybook. Sweatman, uh, Alphonsus, yeah. McGillicuddy, <laughs> Esquire, the 14th. I think 14th. there's numbers in there, yeah. 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 You did yeah. really good with that. No. All right, well, you guys are Palomino Darling, and y'all are, you know, kind of our favorites. We play shows with you guys, and we had the pleasure of making this album with you. So hearing that song is always going to be a little more special with you in the room because it's also your one billionth time hearing it. That's right. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So, so Sam, what's your sign? Virgo. You're Virgo. Virgo. Are you very Virgo? Are you? Like, she seems to believe. Katie seems to believe that I'm quite. Sammy's very Virgo. Quite Virgo. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. What makes one very Virgo? Um, anxiousness, worrying. Um, having your yeah, but I worry about t- awesome stuff. Right, sure. It's not being offended by. It still is worry. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, um, organized in their own way, like very orderly or very much have a routine or a way of doing things. Um, Whereas you are a... Virgo. Oh, wow. <laughs> now, I thought like... I'm also I thought a Virgo, like, but I am not a typical Virgo. Uh, okay. I have a lot of typical traits. Are you a cusp or you have like... Do you have like a Sagittarius no, man or something? No, I just have my yeah. own thing. Yeah. My own flair. Okay. So, so... Katie, what moon do you feel like you should have been born under? <laughs> Venus. Venus. Is that a moon? <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> Venus is actually it its, it's actually its own <laughs> what, planet. What moon? <laughs> what is a moon? That well, the, the, born the, under, they, 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 for the guy who doesn't know <laughs> right. anything, it who hates astrology, too. it's like the moons also go in well, the houses too. Quite so. frankly, I know nearly nothing about it, but I do. I wear a Virgo pendant every single day. <laughs> I know if a girl is hot enough. I am happy to have whatever sign is sure. happening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, sure. like, yeah. you can guess, great. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, Leon, what sign are you? Cancer. Cancer? Or crab, whatever. Yeah. That's cancer. Yeah, yeah okay. that's cancer. That's cancer. You're uh, very um, emotional? Ah. Uh, mm. That's what people say. Right. No one's I'm ever said that about him. Actually, no. I think <laughs> no you can say the opposite. I'm not mad about him. I think you've been accused of having no feelings. I, yeah. Like, well, yeah. I've been accused of a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I can hear the emotion in your voice now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of it would probably stick, so. Yeah. yeah. That guess. All right, Alex. I am Aries AF. I am like super Aries, hard headed. Yes, hard headed, forthright. <clears throat> doesn't really plan things well. Mm-hmm. Goes through it. I have a, a Leo moon. Oh boy, that's oh, a because I looked it up. Yeah, <laughs> a I have a Leo right moon. See, you're um, hot. You talk about it, and I'm like, uh huh. It's a combo of what? <laughs> Just very strong natured. Yeah. Uh, entertainer. When you right. To. Uh, but the ram is the sign of the Aries, and then Leo is the lion. Yeah. We've got a sleeper here, folks. She knows some stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. I'm actually kind of surprised we're such good friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm Aries as I'll get out. <clears throat> um, Lewis? I'm a Scorpio. Ooh. I don't know what that means, Major. though I do know Scorpio. That means you are a Scorpions sexual monster. Yes, exactly. Scorpions yeah. live under rocks. Yeah. And I, that kind of like, that kind of fits me. That's, so I, don't that's know. I had a 90-year-old black lady so. tell me one time, Scorpios make excellent lovers. I think uh, yeah. that's real. Yeah, that's, that's the... <laughs> 
that's yeah, true. that's that's the thing. So you mm-hmm. are you are a sexual monster. You're the dynamo. So, right? yeah. so there's your proof that astrology is just a bunch of crap. <laughs> <laughs> but look, when she talks about it, it's believable. It's adorable. Yeah, it's sweet. What are you, Anna? Well, okay. So th- this is what I always say to the pretty girls. Alex. Yeah. What do you think? I feel like a pretty girl right now. What do I th- what do I think? Pisces. Gemini Pisces is fuck. Not a Gemini. No, I'm a Virgo. Are you oh. a Virgo? Oh. See, why I was teasing were, you. See? Virgos were many different. When um, you were like, I'm a different kind of Virgo, I was like, everybody says that. Because that's what I say. <laughs> yeah. I think you are. I think that's, I think, <laughs> I think I think that's the characteristic of a Virgo yeah. is, to, is like that, that they're all like so different. Or it's almost like, <laughs> or it's almost like <laughs> <laughs> we just showed that none of this I just rolled my eyes there in case like, anybody wanted to know. I love it. But, uh, that's funny. Yeah. When, when's your birthday? I mean, if anything, this isn't proof that this is all made up. Um, when has a birthday coming up? September 7th. Oh, I'm the 8th. No shit. Oh, my you? God. We're nearly 20. August 28th. We are. And, and Mr. Uh, Lance Porter is uh, Virgo right. also. Yes, that's right. Oh, my God, I know. Yeah. 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 I call I call Lance and Alex the Indigo Girls, and it's like Lance is such an Emily Sailors, and, like, Alex is such an Amy Ray. It is crazy. <laughs> I don't know what signs they are, though. So I think you probably do. He's a he's a Virgo. Okay. Yeah. I know Emmy Ray's like favorite food, according to Curve oh magazine in 1997. <laughs> it's black beans and yellow rice. Yeah. Fuck all of wow. it. Wow. Yeah, that is a good a, That is a good food. Leon, you lived in a commune at one point, didn't you? Uh, yeah, you could call it that. So, so there had to be some like astrology business happening. Not really. A couple of bikers and. Uh, People look more grounded. Was there a premise in a commune? Well, like, there's only a few people. Like maybe eight people in it. Yeah, it was, uh, it was like a count. Uh, Leon, why did you all gather together? Two machinists. And, uh, was there a reason? Well, uh, just it's what the universe had up for us that summer of 1974. Yeah, but you hitchhiked out to <laughs> I did not wherever it was, right? I hitchhiked from here to Boulder in 78. And where astrology fits into that, it's hanging out in downtown Boulder, I think on Pearl Street, whatever, at a coffee shop. And I met this guy who was making stuff out of deer horns and like little, you know, street jewelry to sell. Mm-hmm. Kind of a mountain man kind of guy. Anyway, he's an astrologer too. And we got to talking and he volunteered to do my chart. But he said he needed to know the exact time I was born. Mm-hmm. That's how you figure out the moon. Right, right. Okay, yeah. so I get on the payphone. And call my mother. This yes, war, this war, this, I have actually it. asked my mother twice for this. All right, <laughs> Two no, different times in my life. For I this called my mother reason. just out of the blue from Colorado asking what time, I, the exact time I was born. And being sort of the uh, strong woman, hard shell Baptist in charge, she was. She said, Why do you want to know that? I said, Well, this guy. I met wants to do my astrology chart. She wouldn't That's tell me. Witchcraft. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't on my birth certificate. Like, which you brought to. They the didn't company. fill it out. But yeah. she said, well, it was on a Monday night around eight o'clock. So she might have knew the exact time, but she didn't fess it up. She's not gonna help you with your witchcraft. So I got a, a vague 
reading. You're going to so. have to go to hell on your own, vague, young man. Young Dawson. Yeah. Leon, you're going to have to go to twice as much And I'll never know because uh, I had my original birth certificate, and it did not state the exact time. There was hmm. a blank right there. Wow. It was in some sport in Louisiana. Wow. A clinic that had two rooms. Oh. Was it a papyrus scroll? They may not have. <laughs> Clay tablet? They like, World War II dots. How many digits was the phone number? <laughs> <laughs> Klondike 7. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that was... Um, I was born when the sun was shining through the upper branches of the cottonwood trees. <laughs> When Leon was born, it was the beginning of a time, a season. It was a day they call Leon's Day. He was born, in a sense, all day long. <laughs> That's why they call it Leon's Day there in Bucky instead of Thursday. I mean, honestly, it's the best day. Like, everybody gets a day there, yeah. Um, I would love a day. You know, I really just wanted to teach you about a lot of things, so most of these are fake questions. Uh, oh, so yeah. I oh, forget you know where what? we were going with that. Okay, I did want to say this, and this is an oversight as well. I'm looking at you guys because I oversat you earlier. Um, <laughs> the are you superstitious question was oh, a, right. it was a listener write-in from fan and sponsor D. Whit Brinson. Oh, get out. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I don't think I'm superstitious, and it's not. I'm not oh, stumbling suspicious. over my. Super suspicious. But I have uh, OCD tendencies, like uh, about, especially about locking a door. Me too. Same. Exactly. I'm like super weird about locking a door. How many times? Each time. I have. You think? Like I have. I usually like when we leave here. I will lock the door, pull on it, go to my car, start my car, start to back out, come back in, check the door again, just to be sure. But what about uh, that kid that could be laying behind your car? Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that kid is doomed <laughs> because that'll happen. But uh, it used to be really bad. Like in my 20s, I would go back and check the door like five times. But then when you check the door, you worry that maybe you accidentally unlocked it totally. whilst you were checking here's, it. Here's the, here's the, 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 the worst, the worst version of that. That's why it takes so long to leave the house. Yeah. The worst version of that was, uh, I was, my, uh, in college, my girlfriend had given me the key to her apartment. So we stayed at her apartment most of the time. And I had gone to class and it was like halfway through class and I was like, I did not lock that door. I did not lock the door of her apartment. I am doomed. I am like, just, it's over with. They're going to steal my CDs. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and uh, so I actually left class early and like hauled ass <laughs> all the way down Chime Street. And I had not locked the door. Well, now you're for the rest uh, of your no, life. No, no. It's the worst thing to happen to uh, uh, OCD person. Uh, like, you never need to have that, reinforced. like, reinforced. Yeah, but every time when you're having that feeling, you can still poke on that bruise and be like, but I honestly did one time, so I'm going to keep worrying about it. No, it's it. not. It, it, it doesn't work that way because it's, it's, it would work that way if it was practical. If your OCD was a practical thing, it would work that way. But it is not. Is a like practical. Yes, but going back and checking five times—that's narcissistic. It's totally, a, I, it's totally a bizarre. That sounds, me, you know, medical in nature. Yeah, 
yeah. So, uh, but yeah. I yeah. diagnosis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Doctor Obvious. <laughs> That'll be a hundred dollars. Yeah. Well, you know, I didn't go to obvious school for four years. I can become minister. Right. Um, so I, I don't know that I'm superstitious about anything like that, but uh, are you a little stitious? Like you're not. I don't think I am. I don't think I am. Leon, would you mind hypnotizing him? Just tell any yes. story. Have you ever hypnotized somebody? Um, that's a yes. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Probably. Hypnosis. Like, like you didn't know you hypnotized. Well, him? hypnosis is not like you see in the movies, dangling a watch. Right. It's when you interact with other people in anything but straight communication. Okay, well, we're talking about hypnosis. Anything on the side or innuendo. Or Plus, isn't that the way he always Implied his hypnosis. Oh, yeah. are you a hypnosetist? No, but that's from the, um, I'll think of his name, a famous uh, psychotherapist. Young Mesmer. Freud. Mesmer? Yeah, Andrew Mesmer. No, not Mesmer. Young Freud. This is after Mesmer. Mesmer I Johnny Hypnosis. Are you a Freud to say it? <laughs> oh, God. Eric. Eric somebody. God. Yeah. All right, have you I, ever been hypnotized? That's what I want. Have you ever done anything Only like a same technique? Anything un unspeakable under hypnosis? I mean, I've done unspeakable <laughs> without hypnosis. <laughs> I believe in alternate universes. And, uh, I believe there's a universe where at one point I just saw Leon randomly in public and he hypnotized me and that's been my life since then. <laughs> right, you know, right. Like whatever. It created happening. a timeline. That happens. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I'd like a new job. Okay. <laughs> that happens just like the bad, bad penny. Yeah. Once you're stuck, you can't get rid of it. Well, maybe that's it. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe it's part like, it, yeah. that is kind of a, you are kind of hypnotized into a relationship because you're, you are doing, uh, that's a really good point. Because you're, you're, you feel like you're not under your own power in this relationship. You're totally in your own power in whatever relationship. I mean, that's. Ridiculous, but well, it works both ways because you feel like you're totally no power, and by the same nature, you feel like you have the power to make that person feel good by being there or bad by leaving. Right. So that's a fucking double-edged, double-bind sword. But like, you feel the power of knowing that they have the power to give you the power of no. Stick with me. Well, um, <laughs> is this going to get to the girl with the voodoo thing? Yeah. Give you the power, and then they give you the power back, and then she reminds me of the girl. Right. Exactly. The girl with the voodoo. Have you ever been hypnotized, Lewis? Not that I'm aware of. Anybody? No one? Kids? No. You wouldn't know. I would, I would totally try. I would totally be down to be I hypnotized. Did I would even be like... Expelled demons from me. Oh. Oh, do yeah. tell. Did it work? Do tell. Huh? Did oh. it work? <laughs> no. So what was the circumstance where they expelled demons from me? Let's see. Did they speak in Which time? Did they speak yeah. in tongues? Uh, this was... And was there an actual demon? Uh, <laughs> no, th this was just when I was in my undergraduate days, many, many years ago. Uh, we had had a party and there was some there were some mind-altering substances involved. <clears throat> and one of the guys at the party had a really, really tough time. Uh -oh. Bad trip, to use the expression. And, uh, and he left. We did not see him for several weeks 
and then uh, the next time he, oh, it, you know, he was a, he's somebody we, you know, he's a fairly good friend. He, uh, you know, he he played. He's a mighty fine bass player. We used to play music all the time. He shows up a few weeks later, uh, just out of the blue, and announces that uh, he has uh, uh, joined the Navy. And uh, uh, and had become a had converted to, had become a Chris, a Christian. I don't remember exactly how he said it. Uh, and I don't remember how we got to this point, but in the conversation, he, he he said that he saw demons in me, and he you know he wanted to help me out. Oh I'm boy! Like, that so what did he do? That's what I'm full of him. Drugs aren't for everybody. He was. Uh, <laughs> No, he sat there and, and talked to me, and uh, he he did some he did some praying, and said some some mumbo jumbo mm -hmm. about you know about these demons like get out of it, and whatever. And I'm just sitting there like, what? I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> and he left, joined the navy. That's the last mm -hmm. time I ever saw him. But uh, maybe don't do drugs. Yeah. 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 My life did not change one iota after <laughs> that moment. So. Hey. I guess I either never had demons or I still have them. Well, here's yeah. to those who the exorcism did not work on, right? Yeah. I do include myself in that category. Really? The exorcism didn't work? It no. Didn't take. <laughs> it didn't. No, really did somebody try to take the demons out of you? Uh, yeah. I mean, I know that you come from you come from church stuff. I come from intense religiosity, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, there was like a, like a day like in my house when I was like 14 with all the church ladies. And they're like at the middle of this circle of hands and it's like this would be cool in no situation and uh they're all just like screaming at satan but but it's you right um which is i think it's a good message for a 14 year old <laughs> <laughs> positive uh anna would you mind coming out here to the living room i've invited over eight of the church ladies we're now gonna pray in tongues and uh uh, dem demand that demons emerge from your, your soul and spirit. So um, I'm going to say it didn't work because I think they were really upset about, um, uh, how would my mom put it, the gay thing. The gay thing, <laughs> yeah. How's that? Yeah. Um, and that demon has not been purged from you. She grows ever stronger. <laughs> she grows ever stronger. <laughs> <laughs> she grows. <laughs> yeah, so here's I, I thought of <laughs> Yeah. So here's a, here's a thing right. I read one time that ev oh, every uh, Catholic diocese at one point had a someone who was trained yeah. as an exorcist. And so when I was writing for two two five back then and had to come up with little like blurb articles and stuff, um, I was like. I'm going to find the East Baton Rouge Parish exorcist mm. and interview them. Turns out they really don't have that much call, so there's like a roving <laughs> exorcist that's like a circuit rider, basically. Yeah, I was going to say it's yeah. a circuit rider. Yeah. yeah. They were Methodists, but that's fine. No, but I, okay. I, I was just hoping there was like a guy, you know, that building on 100 Oaks right there, like a guy who had like a little office. Let me say this. In there that was, was Bobby, uh, was Bobby Kendall one of those working no, Yeah, no, but he Even did. a regional based, exorcist based read, what, is someone worth calling. calling. Yeah, no, and I couldn't find out who it was. They like, that wasn't like didn't want to give Pastor it Pastor Rick the exorcist? Right, yeah. No, I totally wanted to talk to the exorcist. But uh, yeah, and Bobby Jindal. You know, famously, did the exorcism. Thing. Would you would you uh, briefly describe someone? what happened here? Bobby Jindal, former uh, 
governor, Bobby Jindal. He wrote a, he wrote when a he paper was in college. About, he wrote a paper about When he was in college, he and a couple of buddies, like, uh, I think they were trying to faith heal somebody and also realized, like, whoa, the problem is demons. And they they performed an exorcism on somebody. How did that one go? Uh, I think the woman was cured. I think oh. that was the... You know, first of many great successes for Bobby Campbell <laughs> in there, I think. You know, of, of all the great stuff that he's done. Is first thing, got rid of that, that co-ed's cancer, you know. Well, as long as the co-ed was cancer-free. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, let's wrap this up, guys. I would really wanted to ask um, Palomino Darling here uh, what you guys are up to these days, <laughs> how you're faring. We just landed this uh, sweet podcast gig uh, today. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> this is um, weekly, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've been writing and playing. Uh, we have a show coming up in Lake Charles. With Alex actually going to play the accordion with us. and um, It's sounding dynamite. Y'all sound amazing. It, it really is yeah. fun. I really have loved the texture that I've, I've loved. I've I think there's some like, videos online of you guys yeah. playing, maybe on our Rickers page. Somewhere. Maybe. We'll, we'll, put, we'll, find, put we'll put some up. Yeah. Rickers.com yeah. is yeah. where yeah. we put the extra, yeah. extras. Y'all can see Alex with the, with the Palomina Darlings. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so when is that show? September 7th. And Lake Charles. That's my birthday. How That's, How? What's the place called? Jeremy. The Regal Beagle. The Regal Beagle. Nice. The Regal yeah. Beagle. Just yeah, like in Three's fun. Company. Kristen, yeah. Kristen Foster's going to open. Yep. Somebody else and is another playing. Another band. That we don't know. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then us. Fantastic. Hey, Kristen, yeah. if you're, uh, you know, if you Googled yourself and found this transcript, <laughs> it's Anna saying hi. Here it is. Right. Here it We're is. a band together. So y'all get, um, y'all come on and we'll have a party in like yeah. Charles. Yeah, bro. That'd be fun. Now, Sam produced our record. What do you have to say about it that you... Obviously, he didn't put to into say, your. And this was his, to this your is his favorite song, "Bad Pennies," so he really. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a badass song. You, this is your own podcast, so you can't really talk about how awesome your songs. Are. Oh, but, totally. But, oh, you can. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Sam and Aries after. That's right. Can I just say we have a podcast about our songs? About ourselves. Oh, that's true. By ourselves. Okay. Largely for ourselves. So yeah. No rules that I can think of. Yeah, we've got the whole internet for ourselves. Yeah. What do you like about? Because you know you had to listen to all of these songs far too many times. Well, because well, all the songs, like, you really built different, um, you know, they're kind of texturally different. They, 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 the album kind of, you know, it takes a journey. You know, it goes, uh, you know, you got the rock in there, you got the, the beautiful songs, you got, you know, a lot of different moods and feels. And, yeah, you guided uh, it, that really nicely. Um, well, yeah, it, uh, but, you know, I think it all just it came together. And I had a blast, yeah, um, recording you guys and, uh, and working on it. Uh, yeah. We had a terrible time. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, We're yeah. currently looking for yeah, a different producer. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, no, I, I mean, it really was. really was a pleasure uh, working with Sam on this. What What are kind of some of the things you did on Bad Benny to make it sound the way it sounds? Because I think, I think that song in particular, like, your production super shines on that song. Whereas the other ones where you phoned it in, right? But, but, yeah. Right. I think if if anything, I guess it. Um, I really, I actually, really had a lot of fun. A lot of the more kind of atmospheric 
things on this particular song I kind of threw in there, kind of even without telling you guys at first. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's why I kind of had fun playing with, uh, it's really all just different delays and just actually kind of playing with the delays as kind of instrument because I would kind of follow along the, the uh, you know, the kind of the rises and falls of the song or like the different little vocal things. So I kind of actually would play the delay as, a, as an instrument to kind of follow that and accent those different things. So that was really, I mean, that was a Yeah, you created a, a nice blast. deep undercurrent for well, everything. Well, there's that no like, accidents you know... there because the, the song's about the trouble you get into when you delay. That's oh. true. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Like a hesitation oh. Wow. 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 Yeah. No, I think that is. I think going back in there, I think all those things in there, there was, there was something else that we were talking about either, the exorcism of things. Like, that's also like, you know, when you're in the bad penny relationship, you think the other person is just like a monster, mm. too. And, and, you're, and you're afraid to like, you know, what's going to happen when I, you know, Break, break these chains, Satan. And uh, when, when in reality, when it happens, like, man, eh, you move over a weekend. And uh, it's, it's really kind of funny. The moment, like, the moment the, you say, not today, Satan, is actually usually the day that, you know, is just another day and you yeah. get to do it. And then, then you have that, like, sweet rebound relationship there for a second. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nice. And then, and then, like it all, you know, that demon then, then it all cascades on you afterwards. It was like, oh, maybe I was the demon. Maybe I was mm-hmm. the the problem. Sure. And or that's Alex it, Cook saying he's the demon. <laughs> he's the problem. The problem here right on uh, our podcast. Um, that's on the record, and uh, I know your wife doesn't listen to this, but <laughs> no, can't. Uh, if she no. if she did, uh, real real good. I, I think she knows. I think she knows <laughs> that I'm the problem. Yeah, yeah. We don't talk. She and I don't talk. Right, right. A lot. Okay, uh, you want to call it there? Yeah, I think that's um, a good ending Ending on there. When is our show? Our show is Thursday, September 12th at Mid-City Ballroom. We're doing a co-release with our good friends, the Junior League, who are also releasing a record that day. Um, so you can get both of them up in there. But so are we. At the thing. But so are we. You should buy ours And first. ours is on vinyl. On vinyl. We just got the vinyl. We just listened to the test pressing. I want to give a shout out to the New Orleans Record Press. I believe it is Mike at the New Orleans yeah. Record Press. This thing sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. We're really excited to get this. So we got the CDs in. We should have everything hitting the streets and hitting the digitals on September 7th. And yeah, we'll see you on the 12th. Check out our website, therakers.com. This is where we put additional pieces about the podcast and whatever else we can find up there. And Check out Palomino Darling. Call these guys if you want to talk. Check out their yes, amazing, yeah. amazing, amazing <laughs> album, Anything But Human. Oh, good, because I almost forgot. Yeah, okay, all right, good. All right, yes, check out their just beautiful spellbinding record. It's on the Spotify's and the iTunes's and all the places. All right, guys. This Good is, to see you, man. This has been I, I think, think I've, I've heard, heard the, the Rakers. Love you. Bye. Bye. Piece of cake.